Yeah, we don't want nobody telling us what to do. We don't want nobody pushing us around. I apologize. But tell me, just what is it that you want to do? Well, we want to be free. We want to be free to, to do what we want to do. We want to be free to ride. We want to be free to ride our machines without being hassled by the man. And we want to get loaded. And we want to have a good time. And that's what we're going to do. We're going to have a good time. We're going to have a party. To the Biker's Lifestyle Podcast. I'm Brian Dirty Duvall. And I'm Tank. I'm, I'm just going to go with Tank. You know, I'm, my name is Chris Vore, but not Tank. So Tank and Dirty. That too. And today we're joined by a uh, fellow patch holder brother, uh, Miho. What's going on, Miho? Not much. Just living life. There you go. <laughs> well, Miho, we usually uh, start these interviews since you're number two now. Well, hold on here, though. So, well, number, th- well, I, I guess. No, 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 no. Back this up. Yeah. You're, on, you're on medication right now, aren't you? A little bit. <laughs> All right, so you a got bit. a little throat thing going on? Well, yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, let's get back to it. Uh, we've got, Obviously, we have a fan. I think we have two. Two fans, a couple people following Easily, us. Easily, by now. Uh, but by now, yeah. we know you guys have been begging for something new coming in. And, well, here it is. I, it just took my dad dying for it to come this early. I was down yeah. in Florida. My dad died. Uh, so I'm back up here in, up north to see what the fuck snow looks like again. It sucks. Uh, it sucks. It's everything sucks. I remember it to be. It yeah. sucks. Just yeah, to let you know, sucks. three days ago it was 85, and I was riding on my scoot and a T-shirt and my cut. Wow. So mm. it was pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, I think uh, last Friday it was negative uh, 16 for an actual temperature, yeah. not to mention the wind chill, which is, you know, the real forecast because – if it feels like 30 then you might, or 30 below, then it might as well just be fucking 30 below. Well, it, also, you know? it, it, it slapped me like a big donkey, fucking dead donkey dick in the face when I, I walk into my house. Mm. And my wife, wife says, hey, you know our electric bill was a little high while you are gone. I'm like, okay. I said, maybe a toilet was running. So we walk in the house. No, toilet's not running. She's like, do you hear it? I'm like, fuck. So we had a burst pipe in the basement that had sprayed for probably about two months. We didn't realize it until we walked in the house. And so, yeah. Winter sucks, man. We don't get that shit in Florida. Just bobcats and alligators in my backyard. And, and hurricanes. You guys get the hurricanes. All hur- and the Florida man. Yeah, Florida man. But, you know. Yeah, and Cubans. Little, and, and, uh, <laughs> Cubans. And Cubans. old people <laughs> driving cars through intersections who do not give a fuck oh, no, we about get people here. on two wheels. Oh, no, 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 no. Is it more so not? Well, I, I would assume since Florida. When I was down there, and you guys in the biker's lifestyle know who live down there, they don't give a fuck, man. I've seen shit. Yeah. And there was like, for a while there, it was like a biker a week was dying. I'd read wow. it in the paper. Like, biker killed here. I mean, it just gets to be the norm. Yeah, I mean, That's it's crazy. Yeah. So, so we're back. We're going to do a couple episodes while I'm up here. We're going to try to keep it going. And then, of course, this summer, we're going to get it going strong. Yeah, it's, we picked like the worst time to start doing this. We did. You yeah. know, yeah. I mean, we recorded those uh, six episodes in 10 days. Something like that, yeah. And then you moved to Florida. Right after that, literally. Temporarily related. Temporary. <laughs> and uh, long story short, it just, yeah, life happens. 
It does. Know, it does. It doesn't help, you know. You get the sickness, and then the holidays come into play, and hey, long but, story short, here we are. We're trying to do it all over again. Yeah, but you know what, brother? I look at those videos then, and I was still pretty sick then. I was still trying to get that booze out of my system. Yeah. That's, I almost yeah. drank myself to death, but I'm doing good now, man. I've lost over 70 pounds, and... Awesome. Feeling good, back on the scoot, feeling good, man. Nice. Still yeah. walking with the cane, but ready to fucking kick ass and take names as best I can for a man who's fucking handicapped and walking with a cane. Well. But I'm still full of piss and vinegar, and I'm ready to go. There That's you go. Counts. Some of you young fucks in the club don't remember <laughs> the old tank, but you get the, you, you got the handicap version. So, all right, now we can move forward. So go ahead with your fucking introduction, brother. <laughs> Miho, ladies and gentlemen. Miho. Miho. Patch holder yes. of the very same club that we're in. and uh, He had a different name when he came in, though. Yeah, but he had the same name as somebody else, kind of, sort of, and it would have been confusing. And the guy from episode five. Yeah, we try to keep, we, we try to keep shit simple around here. Yeah. You know? Because, it, well, it came up. Even in your hangaround period, they'd be like, oh, sh-, you know, yep. was here, and it's like, oh, well. Which one are you talking about? Shit's well, already confusing enough. Yeah, shit's already confusing <laughs> right now, so yeah, fuck it. Shag, shaggy, yeah. Okay. yeah. You're Miho, because <laughs> yeah. we already had a cholo, and you're our second Mexican. So. That's right. <laughs> Latino-American. Oh, is that what it is? Are we being politically correct on this show? I don't show know. I think, I think you might have just gotten us kicked off of every single streaming platform for saying the word Mexican. But <laughs> wait, you are Mexican descent, right? Correct. Okay, so yeah. actual Mexico. Yeah, my dad's okay. from Mexico, actually. Right. My mom's from from michigan my dad's from mexico so wait it's an interesting interesting thing (laughs) well i mean well okay fine what's it like growing up miho what happened when you were a kid shit let's see so i was born in milwaukee originally oh uh my parents after a while we moved to south side of chicago ended up having a brother grew up there uh everybody was getting involved like in the street gang shit down there and that's kind of what kind of what you grew up seeing you know you just didn't even have to be technically associated with a gang were you into body osa yeah pretty much i mean (laughs) pretty much but like you didn't necessarily have to be gang affiliated but it's like you'd walk to school and people would be like hey what neighborhood are you from i gotta ask i gotta ask a question (laughs) did you have your friggin your shirt buttoned right up to the top button and then no other buttons no i didn't stop i didn't start doing come on man I didn't start doing that, so I started hanging around here. You know? Well, it's it's because it's kind of funny because I grew up the first I don't know third of my life in Chicago as well. I was from Rogers Park, which was I guess the far northeast side, and it's kind of funny because there's an app I forget the name of this app, but it keeps track of the body count of Chicago and the most dangerous neighborhoods. And uh, what's funny is I my buddy showed me this app because you know he likes to look at weird apps and. If you look at the app, it has, like, certain colors for certain really dangerous areas. And if uh, you look at, like, say, the southwest side, it's all, like, orange and yellow, and that's, like, the high body count, high, you know, murder rate. (laughs) And then you look up north, and it starts getting blue, green, and then there's this little section that's orange and yellow. That's Rogers Park because it's always been kind of one of them areas. So when you say, yeah, you know, everybody gangs up, no, I completely understand what it's – when I moved up here, it was a different – different fucking planet dude super different Diff- dude it, everything was just fucking backwards even the way it, people talk was weird i know <laughs> yeah it was a culture shock for me oh it absolutely fucking was, it was fucking so, fucking you want a soda the, soda well yeah, yeah. pop 
forgot your khakis. Yeah. But um, it's a little, it's a little extreme. Yeah. Forgot my khakis. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, so pretty much my parents uh, decided they're gonna move us out of there because of the gang bullshit. So yeah. we moved to where I'm at now and went to high school here. Pretty much in high school, I was just kind of always. Uh, Did you get good grades? Fuck no. Oh, You're right. Fucking honor yeah, roll. That's right. But yeah, I bet right, I, right? Dude, but yeah. I bet, I bet if you I went were in to... The, you were in the chess club, man. It's just my cane. Don't worry about it. You were in the chess club. Dude, but I bet you? if I went to high school now, I'd probably enjoy it a lot more. I'd probably be a lot more interested in the shit that's going on now. Yeah, well, it's probably... <laughs> a little late for that, though. Good point. <laughs> so what was your first motorcycle? <laughs> Sportster, or Nightster, or 1200. Wow. Yeah. Right away to the Harley. Right away. I think fucking Shaggy and fucking Kellen also started out with a Harley. Yeah. I thought Shaggy's was an 883, but... Well, he had a he had that Ironhead. Yeah, okay. And I think Kellen had an eighty three or a sporty or some sort, which is kind of weird because he's like you know six foot three and like three hundred pounds. Right. You, know? <laughs> you should have seen me on a KZ six fifty. Holy shit! <laughs> yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> so. I've always been tall and gangly, so. Yeah, I saw yeah. you on your Suzuki. Yeah, I just I look weird. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's cool. So right to the twelve hundred. Yeah, I. Uh, dude, I've always wanted a bike, and through high school, I always wanted a bike. I just never. My friends grew up with dirt bikes and shit. My parents couldn't afford to get us a dirt bike, so I would always ride my friends' fucking dirt bikes. Yeah, and yeah. Dude, always fucking use their shit. And I, I was always how. friends with hillbillies because yep. they had the it, coolest it, fucking toys, dude, man. Yep. Dude, I used to fucking bum around on a dude's bike. It was like a, fuck, what was it? It was like a Honda 450 from like the 70s. I don't even want to put a year on it, but it was like a Honda 450 four-stroke dirt bike. I think, dude, there wasn't a tree in his woods That's that I didn't big dirt bounce bike. off. It was a That's big a dirt big bike. a big dirt bike, yeah. And, uh, dude, I was bouncing off every fucking thing. Dude, we fucking used to try to jump that thing from ditch to ditch across the road. It was just fucking crazy. Fucking, you ever ridden a, a trike? Or mm. not a trike. A, uh, like, a three-wheeler. Yeah, those things are fucking... You'll dude, flip that thing over like it's nothing. Fucking Everybody egg. flipped yeah. them over. It's a, that's what they did. Well, they that's why they over. quit making them. Exactly. Fucking, we used to have a fucking... I think it was a Honda Big Ten or something like that, three-wheeler. Dude, fucking... I'm surprised we're all still alive. Yeah, right? Yeah. They, they were pretty bad. Yep. Dude, so I grew up, you know, riding their dirt bikes and learning how to ride like that. Yeah. Never really took a bike out on the road. It was always at somebody's farm or in a gravel pit and yep. out in the middle of nowhere or whatever. <clears throat> and then uh, growing up, my friends, one of my best friend's parents were actually, they were bikers. Like, yeah. Now that I think about it, they were like kind of like the real fucking deal from like back in the south. Oh, here we go oh, now, God. just like on the biker's life. <laughs> it wasn't What's like a it was. Real biker. It wasn't like it was. It was yeah. Real deal. Well, in my description, is what I thought they were the real deal. Well, but. you're you're an admin on the biker's life yeah. cell page. Yeah. So you, you see, how many times have you seen the argument? Well, a real biker would do this. A right. real biker right. doesn't do that. They don't get offended. So. I think that everybody has their own definition of what a real biker is. Who yes. gives a fuck? Yeah, that's that's, that's what I say. Is who cares? Yeah. Yeah. Really? That, it, seriously, it, there's not a checklist, you know. I've never seen one. Yeah, it's it, there's not a form you have to fill out. But some know, guys actually, they think it's like this. You know, you go to the Harley dealership, mm-hmm. and he's looking at that 883 the first time. Mm-hmm. And then this guy from over in the corner goes, Psst, hey, go over here. Yeah. Here, come here, man. Here's the secret code book. Yeah. All right, now you got to learn how to use the pool cue to break over somebody's <laughs> back. You know, oh, you're going to be a biker now. Yeah. So. How many miles did you ride this year? Oh, I rode this many. Ah, you didn't make the cutoff. You're no Sorry. longer a biker. You're not a biker, yeah. You're now a motorcycle enthusiast. We'll take one <laughs> testicle, please. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Turn in your hog membership. Turn in your hog <laughs> 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 Oh, fucking open with a joke. Gotta love that shit, man. Gotta we'll love that it. shit. We'll mail it back to you. I know. <laughs> so you get out there, 
you start riding. I mean, everybody, you know, you start riding on mini bikes and stuff. Yeah. And yeah. How, how old were you when you got the, the Nightster? 19. Yeah. Yeah, 19. Dude, I just walked into the dealer, and I was just curious. The guy was like, hey, you're interested in wanting to buy a bike? He, of course, seen a dumb young kid that. I like, no, I came in for your frozen yogurt. Well, I wasn't in there looking for a bike, to be honest. So probably, yeah. Okay. Just buying T-shirts. He, yeah, pretty like much. Everybody else. Playing the role. Ah, uh, the boutique. Yeah. Yes, the Harley <laughs> boutique. Playing the role. And he, <laughs> and he pretty much probably seen a young, dumb kid. He was like, hey, let me see if I can take advantage of him real quick and see what we can do. He goes, hey, are you interested in getting that bike? I said, actually, I am. He goes, well, all you got to do is sign the paperwork. So we went through with the paperwork, and he goes, hey, if you bring me back 1200 bucks tomorrow, you can take that thing off off the lot. So I went to the bank. Sucker! Yeah, I went to, <laughs> <laughs> went to the bank, got 1200 bucks, and uh, had to have somebody else come take it off the lot because I didn't have a license at the time. And then we got around the corner, I jumped on it and drove it, rode it home. <laughs> right on. Well, so what was the next one? Oh, the one after that, I had a 96 Fat Boy with carburetor on it. That, wow. So after I got my first Sportster, two of my other friends got bikes. So now we're all kind of just riding around together, you know, whatever. And then they formed a gang. Gang. <laughs> and then we came about, right. But Run then, uh, this world. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. So then, uh, dude, we would ride all the time. I got rid of that Sportster because I just was, dude, look at me. I'm way too big to be fucking riding one of those things. Yeah. And I made it into hardtail and... When you go on 43 with a hardtail and you hit every fucking single bump for 55 miles straight. Yep. Wisconsin has the fifth worst roads in America. It's, Any friggin' road you get on them. And I had a solo seat on it with the springs in it. Oh, Yeah, God. my fat ass busted the springs on that. Nice. <laughs> Not on, once, man. but twice. The second time around, I didn't put springs back on it. I just fucking rode it like that. Uh, let alone even what the roads do to the rims around here, too. But. Yeah, so I got rid of it because I wanted something a little bigger and a little more my size. So I got <clears throat> got a fat boy and I had a carburetor on it. There's it's, a joke in there, just so you know. There's I'm going to leave it alone. <laughs> Anyways, carburetor. And I was used to fucking riding a fuel-injected bike. And my friends had fuel-injected bikes. So, dude, we'd go ride, and he'd be having a good time, and everybody's ready to go, and I'm fucking cranking throttle twice and opening the choke. And this thing had these the decompressors on the heads, so mm -hmm. I had to press those on. Dude, it's soft. And everybody's halfway down the road, and here I'm trying to catch up still because my bike's not warmed up and ready to go yet. So, I really I don't did. know. I like that old-school feel, man. I like that having a... The sound's the sounds Prime way it, different, know. obviously. Yeah. The sounds cool, yeah. The first fuel injection bike I have ever owned is the one I have now, and I got it like two years ago. So, you know, I mean, carburetors for me are like, I don't know, they're simple, meaning, you know, oh, I can tune it with jets and all this instead of I have to take it somewhere and then they have to hook it up to one of these fandangle computers yeah. and then they have to download a program and send my bike a fucking email to make it run right because yeah. I put fucking <laughs> mufflers on it, you know. That'll be $450, Yeah, that's $450, please. Yeah, because yeah, I hooked up the laptop, you know. But, you know. So you got the fat boy. Yep, rode that for a while. and Oh, and then I got a Dyna. Yeah. That was probably wow. my favorite bike that I had, to be honest. So how <laughs> tall were your T-bars? I didn't have T-bars. didn't have T-bars? <laughs> what? You didn't watch Sons of Anarchy? You weren't inspired? You didn't have the fairing in the T-bars? and nope. the, the little bubble fairing in the front? Come on. God damn it, dude. What is wrong with this guy? Look, he doesn't even wear his shirt buckled up to the top. He's well, Mexican. Yeah. I mean, But I did on. post those pictures Sorry. up of those club-style bikes the other day. Those ones right. are pretty cool. Right. No, they are yeah, fucking some cool. Some of them are cool, yeah. I mean, because I used to have a Dyna, and yeah. I had apes, you know, because I didn't like T-bars because 
I was like, oh, that sounds anarchy, gay shit, fuck that. But uh, long story short, fucking... What's up, brother? The T-bars don't look bad. No, fuck, we got another microphone, too. Hey, you want to be on a podcast? Want to be on a podcast? Rockstar guy. We're about to have a fan meeting in the basement. Fan meeting in the basement? I figured you guys were playing Thursday, so we just set up here. We haven't touched any of your equipment, man. We're not jamming tonight. Oh. And we're just doing this this shit. Life's gotta be shit. <laughs> <laughs> Why well, gotta have your meeting in the basement? No, oh, oh, top man. secret band stuff. Hey, brother, I want to say it meant a lot to me yesterday. You showing up my dad's funeral oh, like yeah. that. I knew your dad was fuck, or your brother was a pastor. Right when he started fucking talking, I'm like, oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to hell. He didn't. He didn't need. <laughs> the way he looked at us when we walked down to get ham sandwiches, I was like, yep, they hate us. <laughs> no, that's not true. That's not true at all. <laughs> not true at all, man. Fucking a, ham sandwiches. Actually, they're roast beef and turkey with ham. Oh, it's on. It's on. Yeah, it's on. We're recording right now. Oh, you just fucking the whole world. The whole world. Oh man, we're gonna get mail. <laughs> Should we talk about the circle game? Well, might as well. That? Sure. So the circle game. Is you do we'll get this, back to you. Don't worry. No, we're good. And if somebody looks at it, then you punch them, because that's what you do. And I don't know what, why exact. I don't know where it started. I don't know if it is a Midwest thing only. So yeah, it's only in the Midwest, according to us. All factual. That's all factual. What I just said. So if somebody looks at that, and it's got to be below your waist, you can't like put it in their face. You got to be below your waist. If they look at it, you punch them. And then somehow it became like a racist symbol. I don't know how that came along. Like the okay thing turned into a racist thing. I don't. I don't have the guidebook on on how that happened. But long story short, so you got the fat boy, and then you got a dino. Dino. Yeah. No T bars. No. No T bars. No fairing. Because you know. You know. What the fuck, dude? So then at that point, <clears throat> I'd moved out of. I was living on my own, so I didn't have really that much money after I had bought that bike or whatever. Dude, all kinds of shit started going wrong with it. All kinds of shit. Well, it was obviously your fault, because yeah. dinos don't break. That's fucking... right. <laughs> Dude, the fucking... You got... Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, we'd totally be pissing blood on each other if we had periods. That's 100% right real. Yeah, show the camera. <laughs> yeah, show the camera. Is that coming in? No, nah, I tilted a little. That ain't showing up. That ain't showing up. But it's fucking hilarious. Trust us. You'd be laughing your ass off. All factual things. Oh, my God. You've never seen anything like it before in your life. Sorry you missed it. It was just a sport that's all. I'll put my pants back on. Why? But. So so you couldn't keep your diner running right because of. Because I didn't have money, dude. Dude, yeah. And (laughs) I think I was like, what, probably 24 or 25 at the time. I had a decent job, but the place that I worked at closed down, so I had to take some fucking shitty jobs. Yeah, 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 yeah. The Anyways, American dude, fucking lament got gotcha, So gotcha. I didn't have the money to maintain this thing, and uh, dude, all kinds of shit went wrong with it. Really? The, the, the rear caliper seized up, and I fucking didn't notice it for like 10 miles. So the fucking, I wore the brake pads down. So Did I you fucking, smell it first? No, I took a fucking flathead, and I fucking pulled the calipers out, and I would yeah. just use my front brake. Yeah. And then from using my front brake so much, my fucking fork seal started to leak. So I took some rags with some electrical tape and, yeah, did that. And I rode the shit out of that thing, though. Right. I didn't. I was at the point where I didn't care, but I just couldn't afford to fucking 
it's sad to say it's almost like I couldn't afford to ride, but I wanted to ride so much that I just really didn't fucking care. The only the only thing cheap about a motorcycle is the amount of gas you put in it. Other than that, I mean that's the only cheap thing dude, about motorcycles. Hundreds of dollars. But hundreds of dollars. Dude, a lot of what's up, man? A lot of people say like, oh, well, like why don't you these younger guys buy these bikes? It's, they're, they're so fucking, ex- you know what I mean? They're so fucking expensive. It's crazy. I mean, even now as an adult, I have a hard time maintaining my bike and trying to do shit with it because it's still so fucking expensive. You realize we've got people who are going to watch this that are going, learn to fucking fix your bike, asshole. Well, learn to fix your bike, fucking asshole. Anyways, <laughs> but, um, anyways, but no, I mean, no, you bring up an interesting point because, yeah, Harley's got that reputation. You know, oh, they break down all the time. They fucking leak oil, yada, yada, yada. I've owned almost the majority of the popular brands. They all have the same problem. Like you mentioned, oh, my caliper seized up, you know. Well, that's probably due because Harleys, especially I think the the Dyna, you know, yeah, it could be all Harleys. But I think Dyna's, especially FXRs also, have like a problem with the uh, rear master cylinder where they don't let the fluid come back. So it'll actually... Once you use the brake, it won't release the fluid. Right. So, like, is that a really expensive fix? Yeah, if you take it to a dealership, it could be a couple hundred bucks, this, that, and the other thing. But every bike has its own things. Like, Yamaha's got a problem with their second gear synchros going out. You know, and I'll fight people for that. I mean, every Yamaha I've ever owned had a problem with its second gear. And, and false neutral between third and fourth. Yeah. Or, you know, Honda's got a problem with their uh, cam tensioner fucking chain, or the timing chain. The cam, and, yeah, it makes a bunch of fucking ra- I mean... Every bike has its fucking problems. And, yeah, if you want to go back to the AMF eras where they pissed fucking oil like crazy and blew up, yeah, okay, that was a dark fucking time. <laughs> but let's be honest. Fucking, you can get over 100,000 miles on an Evo. Yeah. You know, we've seen, we have a brother with over 250,000 miles on a tw- on a twin cam, you know. Hopefully we'll get that back up and he'll get it up on yeah, the road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, but, I mean, it, it's... Yeah, Harleys are expensive. Motorcycles are expensive. Life's fucking expensive. But let's get back to the whole ex- no. the expensive. You don't tell us what to do on no, a fucking the, show. The, oh, yeah. No, because we are on a pretty interesting topic. On the are, ex- we? are we? I, think, I don't for know. Me, <laughs> no, for me it is because a lot of people. Oh, it's all about Miho. It's Miho Day. All right, oh, that was Miho, folks. Thanks a lot. We're going to bring the new guest in. We got the boys from Revolution X here in the background. Yeah, so. they're going to play music. Yeah. <laughs> no, but uh, being young and trying, you know, trying to ride a bike and trying to. I guess so-called love the biker lifestyle. I guess you could say it's 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 hard as a young guy because it's exp- one it's expensive. Yep. You know you you have to be able to maintain your bike. You have to be able to pay and go on trips, just like anybody else. But it, well, when you're younger, it's harder. Especially, I mean, when you're in a club. Yeah. You know, the club's got club is a different level of, of being a, a biker than. I'll try getting older just your and having a family and trying to afford it. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. I can even imagine. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> So you like, know I mean? at that it, point, are you like, do I buy diapers or do I buy oil for my bike? Yeah, but, but it's different. It's different. We'll just put everybody. a rag on the baby. We'll be good. Well, yeah. Every well. every biker's <laughs> lifestyle is different. It's yeah. the one that suits them. You know. Yeah. Yeah. We had a post on biker's lifestyle a couple months ago, I think, and one guy was saying, "Hey, you know, it's about you know getting drunk and and all oh, that." Yeah, and yeah. when somebody got people are starting to get on there saying, "Oh, well, that's not biker's lifestyle. That's what you mean." I'm like, "Well, it's, it's what his is." You know yeah, what, yeah. what yours is? What works for you, man? So what? What the hell do you care? And that's what we, that's what we're, that's why we're doing this show. It's just it's not about a brand. It's not about a club. It's about riding. Oh, and it's we it, don't care what you ride. Yeah, you do what you know. It's been said before. You do what you can. Right. You know, I mean, are you living the biker's lifestyle? I mean, to whose standard? 
Yeah. You know? That's true. Yeah, what's your basis for comparison, right? Exactly. I mean, if you're fucking some dude that could, that's able to fucking ride 20, 30, 60,000 miles a year, goes from coast to coast, blah, 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 well, chances are other things in your life are drastically different than mine. I can't do that. I have to go to work. I got to pick a kid up from school. Blah, blah, blah. Is that why you usually just saw the Wednesday night bike night and then... What's that? <laughs> so that yeah, that's a school night, man. I can't stay out late that night and drink all night. Occasionally it happens, but whatever, you know. I mean, yeah, it, it's, it's one of those things, you know, where, you know, can I just drop everything and disappear for a week? No. I got to fucking plan shit out fucking six months in advance half the fucking time. But then you get those guys out there that can do those things and they don't do those things. Yeah, if they... you're a retired gentleman who has some decent income sitting around yeah you can just go gallivanting around the world or if you want to live the hardcore 1970s or whatever scooter tramp life. yeah scooter <laughs> tramp lifestyle where you're sleeping on the side of the road and all that jazz hey man more power to you yeah, if you want to be yeah. a bum on a motorcycle you go right the fuck ahead that's awesome i almost think about being that because it's fucking sounds awesome it sounds pretty stress-free you know it does it's a stress level is what you make exactly it. but there's other things I want in life, like a house and food occasionally <laughs> more often. You know what I mean? It's like, dude, everything everything comes with a cost, you know? Beer's not yeah. free. It's true. Beer's not free. They charge for that shit. Whiskey's not free. Fucking food's not free. Fucking whatever. Ain't and, nothing free anymore. You know, if you're, and if, if you're able to do it where you can just be a biker and you can just do biker stuff and you can afford to make a living by any means necessary, more fucking power to you more fucking power to you that's fucking awesome but I, that's not the norm yeah you know for anybody it, yeah so uh so there you are you got yeah. your you got your nightster you're riding yes. what, what was the first long trip you took first what, what you would call was it the one with dirty yeah that when was like my first up? real long trip really? that i've yeah? ever taken yeah so God. after a while my friends sold their bikes and pretty much what we were just talking yeah. about got married bought a house had kids he's got he's actually yeah. He and his wife have something stronger than the bond of marriage between them. It's called a mortgage. Yep. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Much stronger than the bond of marriage. That's a big deal. That is a big deal. That's a big deal. I'm a grown-up now. So, Officially a grown-up. That was a good trip for you guys. We heard about Kellen's, Kellen's side of it, how he w- was going to go on. Yeah. And he ended up yeah. doing something else. But you guys went off and you saw the Smoky Mountains. You uh, went, went to Nashville. Went to Nashville. It's not as cool as you you would hope it would be. You went over to Knoxville too, didn't you? Gatlinburg area. Yeah. yeah. Pigeon Forge. Yeah. Pigeon Forge. Yeah. Oh, Na- Dolly Parton. Land of Dolly Parton. Dude, Nashville's totally weird though. It's such a weird vibe down there. It's it's just a weird place in general. Nowadays, I mean, I hate to say it, it's more hipster than it is country. Yeah. You yeah. know, I'm I'm like. Well, it's country, no, it's like, is country even country dude, anymore? No. It's country. Well, I mean, it's Nashville is is country with hipsters in it. It's, yeah. it's strange. Like, you'll hear country music, and you'll see, you know, some cowboy boots and some cowboy hats. But 95% of the people there made, like, six figures a year and were drinking fucking apple martinis. Yeah, it was, like, 60-year-old dudes were, like, 20-year-old. It was so weird to see oh this. Like, God. 20-year-old chicks. Yeah, it like, was, like, yeah. Everybody was, like, had, like, a like a sugar daddy or a fucking trophy wife or arm candy or whatever. It's, you know, it's fucking strange. And we were just, like, walking down the street sticking out, like, sore thumbs, I think, out of yeah, no, these well, people. Yeah, no, yeah. Well, you had to wear that shirt that had oh, like, yeah. an upside-down <laughs> cross, and we almost had to beat up a religious person. Oh, yeah. so, <laughs> I was you know, they're, they're a little religious down there in Nashville. Yeah. 
They like would have thought they they have churches and shit. They, yeah, yeah they he's have. like, hey, I'm gonna go to the bathroom after the first bar. He goes, no, we'll go. So he's in the fucking pisser, and I'm standing out there just waiting for him. Some guy's like, hey, can I ask you something? Something about your shirt? I'm like, yeah, it's got an inverted cross on yeah. it. He goes, do you believe in God? I'm like, totally fucking caught off guard at this point because I just seen all these six year old guys with these twenty year old chicks and. I'm wondering what the fuck I'm doing wrong in life compared to them. <laughs> and then this guy comes out of nowhere and starts asking me this shit. So as I'm thinking about this, he walks out of the bathroom. The guy goes, hey, do you believe in God? Nope. Look, we got to go. We fucking lost. <laughs> That's probably good. As soon as I came walking out, I'm like standing there next to him. And he's like, you, do you believe in Jesus Christ, your Lord and Savior? No. Oh. Oh, okay. Uh, we got to go. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, there's plenty of bikers that do believe. And, yeah, you know, that's yeah, cool that's, too. So I wish, I wish I could. You know, I mean, yeah. fuck. You know, everybody. It's different for everybody. It is. is. You know. So uh, I heard on that trip you had a you had some tire problems. Yeah, you, I blew. you yeah. bought you bought a half rate tire, I guess. No, this was this was he just had Dude, an old tire. I somehow oh. went through three tires last year too, which is I've, fucking just crazy. I've gone through three tires. Which, but yeah, so we're like what three? Well, I'm fat riding two up with my wife in the bag, so I'm gonna burn through a little more tires. Yeah, I'm a pretty big dude too. I, so. I notoriously went through three of summer. I just ride like an asshole, so yeah. I burn them up. Yeah, I know. I've ridden with you. Yeah. <laughs> no, so it. we're like 300 miles south of here, and fucking all of a sudden he gets starts getting a little bit in front of me, and I feel like my you know when you get in those grooves on the fucking interstate, oh, yeah. it kind of oh, wiggles yeah. you a little bit, yeah. and then you can get right out of it, and you're good to go. So I thought I was in one of those grooves, and. I'm watching his bike, and he's he's good. And so here I think I'm in one of those grooves. So I'm like, oh, I'm going to get out of this groove. So I gas it to get out of the groove. And when I gas it to get out of the groove, the whole fucking back end swings out on me. And my nuts went straight through my throat. Oh, yeah. Was, and we're doing probably 85, 90 at that point. So I fucking pulled off, and sure enough, I looked, and fucking well, flat tire. You know, Pops came down to see oh, me yeah. in Florida. So he came down to see me. So I said, yeah, well, you know, I'll... <laughs> I'll I'll ride up a little ways and you know meet you about it was about seventy miles from the house I'll meet you here at this at this place and we'll ride you know we'll ride into Bradenton together and uh, so I pull in and a guy comes up he says hey I think your uh, your back back tire might need some air so I, I go over and you know oh fuck I look at him holy crap I had like nine pounds of pressure in the in the tire dude my sidewall is pretty uh, much the only thing that was holding me up yeah I, I think that's pretty much with me too. So we bring it over to the, it was a, a big cluster flex. So we bring it over to the tire machine and fill it up. I can hear air coming out of it, you know. So I'm like, oh, well, we got to get it home, you know. Pops can't see. He didn't have his friggin', uh, he didn't have his his, uh, his clears. Right. So he's got sunglasses on. The sun's starting to go down. We got to stop every 10, 15 miles, or probably 15, 17 miles for me to throw more air in the back of the tire. So I know all about that butt pucker and that goosey because I'm trying to hot foot it down 70, 75, you know. Dude, so <laughs> the crazy thing about this trip, something that I noticed. Um, so we we're luckily I was at an exit, what, like a mile and a half off an exit? Yeah, yeah, after I realized that uh, you were fucking, <laughs> you know, half a mile, three quarters of a so, mile behind me, on, sitting man? on the side of the road. Another, another member from Revolution X came in, folks. Satan. Anyways, <laughs> but... um. <laughs> There's another show going on on the other side of the room. Dude, there's so like many shows going on here. Yeah, we were like, what, a mile and a half from that exit? Yeah, we weren't even that. Yeah. We weren't even that. We were like maybe a half a mile. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, sitting there patching, patching a patching a, uh, a fucking motorcycle tire with a rope plug. <laughs> wow. 
<laughs> wow, we make the we make the the executive fucking decision. Now we're fucking 200 miles from home, and our destination is like what 600 miles or whatever the fuck it was. We're making the exact. Do we turn around and go back, <laughs> or do we continue on with our trip? Now we we all had the days off of work. Yeah. So I mean, dude, here I am, my first I mean, long trip, and with with them. And I had more rope plugs if need be. And he said that, and I said, "Well, let's go." Yeah. So you dude. rode to Nashville from fuck <laughs> Southern Illinois. Yeah, Southern Illinois to Nashville, and then Nashville to Gatlinburg. And then the wrong way, 100 miles in, from Gatlinburg back to Wisconsin. On a plug. On a plug. On a plug. Yeah. Every yeah. gas stop was check tire pressure. Dude, <laughs> yeah. but the, crazy, the crazy thing, when we pulled over at that first gas station, like, just this random dude just goes, hey, you guys good, blah, blah, He goes, I had a bike lift right around the corner. I got some plugs as well. He goes, if you guys don't need. Dude, it's crazy when you, we went on those. It's crazy how many nice people you meet actually along these fucking trips, yeah. believe it or not. You think that everybody's going to be an asshole or whatever, but. And that wasn't the only problem we had on that trip. <laughs> No, you lost your fuck. fucking shifter linkage. Yeah, fucking Harley's, man. So we're there. We are on the side of the road again. Yeah, with a knife and a pair of channel locks trying to fucking <laughs> fix it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then yeah, we well, had, you we, know, you know, shout out to uh, God, what, oh, was what was that, that Smoky place? Mountain yeah. Harley Davidson? Yeah, doesn't have a service center by the way. It's just like a God, what was like this? What are they call it? An outlet? They have like a clothing store. Or yeah, something. it was. Yeah, we the thought people it was, were nice though. Yeah, they were yeah. fucking cool as shit. They were Bar fucking stools and checking trunks for fucking or you know looking for tools and shit. Yeah, I find for the most part the, the people that work for the Harley dealerships are usually pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. it's just the owners. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Sometimes. No, we got it back together and. <laughs> What, you know, whatever it was, 700 that, miles Dude, back. Hey, you made and then it. one more time before we got all, two more, one more time before we got back, the last gas stop. Yeah. We pull away and he fucking takes off because we're, at this point, we just want to fucking get home. Because mind you, we're coming through Chicago going 101 <coughs> miles an hour in well, 39 degree weather. Well, yeah, it was, <laughs> it was like 95 degrees in Gatlinburg. We get to Chicago, it's like 42 yeah, I had every every article of clothing that was in my saddlebag was on my body. Dude, freezing, we're just that fucking interstate, just boom, boom, boom. That's about right, man. Uh, after pothole, and at one point we're riding, we're just going probably a hundred, and I turn over and look, and there's a fucking the state trooper. Next yeah, to us. state trooper right next to us. We all, we all slow down. The state trooper, us, and yeah, we're doing like seventy and a fifty-five, and we're just all kind of looking at each other like uh. Well, if you're going to do it, I'm going to do it type deal. <laughs> he left us alone. He kept on his way. We yeah, he went on his way. Uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, that last gas stop, my fucking shift linkage came apart again. Yep. And then my fucking clutch went out at that stop line. And <laughs> here we I come. Huh? Here we come at 6.30 in the fucking yeah. morning with the ratchet strap around my forks, and he's pulling me on his butt. <laughs> <laughs> it's the first time oh, I ever. Oh, well, you know, hey. First time I ever used my bike as a tow truck before. So. It's a great story, man. Yeah, it was fucking yeah, super you, good you time. Made it, you know, yeah. it sucks sometimes when you're going through it, but it makes it, it. The road is interesting. And so it makes yeah. the lifestyle interesting. Yeah. So you kind of alluded that you're kind of younger than me and Tank here, it, early 30s, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I gotta ask you this. Let's talk about the Rusty Butcher. Let's talk. What's interesting to me is that it seems like. <laughs> well, no, I'm. No, we're going to no, talk okay, about the Rusty Butcher. No, All right. We're going to talk about Rusty Butcher. Hashtag Rusty, Rusty Butcher. Butcher's world. Anyways, but 
I was like the same way about Jesse James and West Coast Choppers. Had all the T-shirts, knew all the bills, or builds. What's the story with you liking Rusty Butcher? What what takes you uh, over to that camp? <clears throat> so it's like to me, it's a little more. It, at the time that I started getting into it, it was a little bit more of an off-brand. Yeah, it wasn't as popular as it is now. Right, and it wasn't your. I'm sure somebody's going to get offended, but I don't fucking care. Yeah, we've offended so many fucking, of this. It wasn't your usual fucking typical dealer fucking shirt with the... Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Even though I'm wearing one right now. Right. <laughs> but do you know what I mean? It was it was something it was something different that was aimed at a, at a, a younger crowd that yeah. it attracted guys like me. And like they were like just starting to get into the biker, so-called biker world or whatever. So where a lot of the other stuff is like, dude, it's just like designed for like just weird fucking people studded belts and shit like that and cowboy boots and all that other like dude that's not me like dude i fucking like wearing a pair of shoes and a pair of jeans and a t-shirt and that's what i like to ride in right well i mean that was the same way for me when you know because i'm 10 12 years older than you when west coast choppers and and the whole chopper craze took off in the early 2000s it wasn't tassels and you know the whole leather jackets and the really tight pants and the you know it was iron crosses and it was you know beanies and and loke sunglasses spider and all webs. that all spider webs you know but kid sneakers it kind of seems it kind of <laughs> seems like things kind of come around like one year it's going to be if you're you're a badass you got a west coast chopper shirt on now it seems to be more of a rusty butcher thing and i think it kind of seems like you you go you, you you try to find something that that sets you apart from the generation or the the people that came before you. Right. You know. So. But I think the mentality is always like the same, no matter I, what age you are. Either you have it or you don't. You're rebelling. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, and you yeah, can't yeah. you can't rebel and dress like your parents at the same fucking time. You know what I mean? No. So. But. So, what took you to the to the, I guess the 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 custom culture for motorcycles as opposed to just, you know, I'm an enthusiast and I don't touch it. What do you mean? Like as in... Well, like um, Rusty Butcher, he's a, well, he's a motorcycle he's fabricator, yeah. racer, blah, blah, blah. And there's also those guys, you might not know them because, you know, we, we don't really hang around with them very much, but they're, they're not into that. They Harley Davidson made it the right way the first time, and I'm not going to touch the motherfucker, and they're all about their... Uh, or it doesn't even have to be Harley Davidson. Yeah, it could be anything. You know, there's I, certain BMW guys that will not put, you know, a part on their bike if BMW didn't make it. They uh, won't. Honda guys are like that, too. Honda guy, whatever, you know. It's got to yep. be the Honda wash and yep. the, the Honda oil. And yep, it's got to be, you know, whatever. Dude, because, I mean, I guess is, uh, this might sound kind of cheesy, but uh, I guess as much as I'm going to say it, dude, like, you, I like the custom world because in, your bike almost describes you in a way, I guess. Yeah. You, you put in, you put in what you your vision is and what you feel and what's comfortable for you yeah. and what you the shit you like. You don't put skulls on your bike and care. If, I mean, at least I wouldn't put shit like that and be like, oh, I wonder if this person. Go, I don't fucking care what you like. I'm gonna put what I want on my bike. So I guess I went that way because it, it's uh, a kind of another way to voice voice yourself. Well, I, I mean, show kind of show who you are and what you like and the things you do like and things yeah. you don't like. Where. Other shit's just kind of like, dude, it's so typical and normal, and it's the same boring-ass shit. Like, some of these, like... So I've always been into old-school hardtails, sugar bear front ends, chain drive, mm -hmm. shit like that. 
But, look, dude, a lot of guys, let's be honest, a lot of guys my age now or younger are into these big wheel baggers. And don't get me wrong, there's some out there that are fucking pretty cool and stuff. Some are ugly but as shit. A lot, a lot of them I'm are. I'm not into it. But a lot of them are the, it's tip, it's like the same typical shit. They all are the same. It, it's usually a road glide with a 26 or 23 inch well, fucking wheel on it. it, the, it then the meme I saw today, it said, uh, <laughs> my boyfriend and I tried to leave the bar. It took us an hour to find our black road glide. <laughs> You know, or whatever. But it's like, it's because yeah, they all look the same. It's true, because but it's like in their mind, it's like they're trying to be so different, but yet you're the same as everybody else around. Yeah, you. I'm gonna let's piss off some more and, people. I, I said I said the same thing about the goth movement when my yeah. kids got into goth in high school, and I'm like, you're oh, all yeah. trying to be different, but you're you're all the same. Yeah. And then if you go back so to I mean, like, you're you're trying to be independent, and I like that. Yeah. That's cool. So then you go back to the, sh- the did you hear what I just yeah, said? So I'm trying to be well. Independent. Then fucking acknowledge it for God's sake. You know he's terrible. <laughs> Thanks, at being I appreciate. It. I don't like it when you guys fight. It's I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I like that '70s style and shit like that because like dudes are building shit in the garage and they were making one of a kind of things that you weren't going to fucking yeah, well, find it at drag specialties or yeah, at the dealer. One off parts, man. Yeah, yeah, I mean you're talking. They were fucking bending rebar and fucking sure railroad ties. They're, they're and building. Any, yeah. Well, it's you know back then. I mean. I mean, they were i mean let's be realistic they, they were they were starting a culture the whole customizing culture the whole you know aftermarket culture came from that you know as we're today if you want to set a you know fucking whatever kind of handlebars you flip open a dennis kirk catalog or yeah well, i showed my age flip open <laughs> you go on their website and you google search it and you can probably find them as we're back in the day you had to make them I think it's interesting that it always seems like there's always that part of any generation, whether it's millennials, Gen Xers, whatever, that has to, I'm going to rebel, I'm going to go against the fucking status quo, I'm going to fucking do my own thing. And I noticed that with you, like, that's your, you know, you like the Rusty Butcher. Awesome. You know, he's a cool guy. But that's like, every generation has that, you know, hero, if you will, you know. Whether it's I like you know Jesse James or I liked uh, Arlen Ness or whatever the fuck it is, there's always that. Arlen makes some fucked up shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, but you know, I mean, some sweet stuff too. You know? Right, it, you know, if you were in the '80s and you had you know some, or well, I guess early '90s and you had them giant like aluminum with the like tribal designs and all that shit kind of wheels or handlebars my victories in arlen ness it's the first first year he was with him so it's one of those things where every generation has that custom builder and all want to go to him because he's against the factory or he's against the social norm you know (laughs) yeah but i I got into like even shit like like indian larry was one of my favorite guys i always watch build the bike and i like rusty butcher billy lane was i i thought he was a fucking genius when it came to building bikes Bob. Shitty driver. Bad <laughs> <laughs> <Bad> joke. <laughs> oh yeah, but um, but like I don't know. It's just it's all right to be different, I guess. Yeah. No, it's and I think that's what's cool is because you see, I mean, dude, when I first started riding, there'd be so many older guys that'd be like, "Dude, why don't you wear boots? Why don't you have a leather coat? Why don't you have leather chaps?" And it's like. Just like, this is the way I like to ride, man. Well, the first time you tried to come along with us (laughs) when you were, you know, a probate, and I said, hey, man, we're going from from where we're at to where we're going. Uh, Meet us at this point. And you did, 100%. But it was 48 degrees and raining in October, and you were wearing a sweatshirt. 
and we had hundreds of miles to put on. We were like, hey, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You, right. you got a jacket? <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. But that, that goes back to my mentality again. I'm like, dude, I was never like, dude, when I started riding, like, I was like, leather's cheesy, and that's yeah. fucking old dudes. And, dude, what did I go do the day after that? I went and bought a leather coat because I fucking learned my lesson. Uh, it's yeah. not about the look. It's what it does for you when you're do, out there getting fucking wet. Do, do you know why I have a chain wallet? Because one time I looked back into my rear view mirror, I said, wow, that felt funny out of my pocket. I looked in the rear view mirror and watched, boom, my wallet blow up on the road behind me. And I said, that's why they wear the chain. It, yeah. Huh, I, son of a gun, look at that. When I started riding cruisers, I started wearing a chain on my wallet. You know, because you know, I come from the sport bike, you know, that whole deal. So when your legs are bent back, you got pressure on your buttocks, right? right. So it keeps your pants tight. Well, when you're stretched out on a Harley less pressure problem is your fucking wallet might fall out of your goddamn pocket and the last thing you want to do is just assume that nobody's going to use your credit cards so i was lucky i felt it yeah i mean so i mean i I think what's interesting is the point i'm trying to make is every generation has their counterculture yeah and the reason why i bring that up is that how we're all three admins on the biker's lifestyle facebook page aka shit show yeah, and, <laughs> porn page. But, so but you know, we, we hear it in bars. We hear it in clubhouses. The older generation shitting on the newer generation. The yeah. older generation telling the newer generation, hey, and not to take anything away from the guys before us, but it, it all seems kind of the same sometimes. Dude, I but mean, weren't those old dudes doing the same shit we're doing now, rebelling against their... Right. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, it, and that's just, that's adolescence. You know, you, you're, you're going to have a period in your life where people that are older than you don't know what the fuck they're talking about, and you're going to fucking do your own thing, and you're going to show them, and blah, blah, blah. And then you get to a certain point where you're like, okay, well, I got it figured out, too, and, well, maybe I was wrong about X, Y, Z, but now I got it figured out. These younger guys behind me don't know what the fuck they're doing, though. And then the cycle continues. Yeah. And I think it's fucking interesting that we talk to guys, honestly, you're the oldest well, no, I think Kellen might be older, but all the guys we're talking to are younger guys. You know, Rico, what is he, early 20s? Yeah. Jesse, you know what I mean? Right. Kellen, you know, you, younger guys, younger than us, not exactly midlife crisis guys where, you know, you've got houses and families and blah, blah, <laughs> blah, you know. You're you're still out there kicking ass, taking names, young, dumb, full of cum, fuck it, let's do it, you know. And I'm sure you've heard it, and I'm sure it's pissed you off where these older guys, well, you don't know shit, man, because back in the day, right. was way. and I'm sure it was. But let's touch on that real quick. Yeah. So why is it that the older guys always talk shit to the younger guys like that? Well, you don't know this, blah, blah, blah. That's not the way things are. So instead of talking shit to us and yep. putting us fucking down, yep. why not teach us the rope and teach us the way to fucking do this shit? You know what I mean? I, I feel like there's, there's certain things that are, I guess – I don't want to make this sound like school or anything, but there's certain things in this world that are fundamentals. You know what I mean? There's, there's just certain things you should know. Well, as, as Shaggy touched on it, there's certain things that are going to change. Right. Times change, things change, there's nothing you can do about it, and there's certain things that can never change. Correct. Right? And as far as, like, why don't older guys show the younger guys the ropes? Because nobody showed the older guys the ropes when they were younger. So I guess that's where you figure it the it's, fuck out, It's huh? part of growing up. It's part of just, you know, you, you got to... You know, if I told you, hey, man, you got to wear leathers, and if you don't wear fucking leathers and you're a fucking retard, and this is why you got to wear them, would you wear them? 
probably other yeah no it takes it takes you being cold for fucking 16 fucking hours to realize oh okay leather's kind of cool you know keeps the wind <laughs> off you know what i mean yeah that so, is true so yeah lessons yeah, learned I lessons guess. learned yeah. if i told you oh man you got to quit doing xyz otherwise you're gonna end up here would you listen nope, nope. <laughs> but sure shit you'll find out you know yeah. and we know it you know older guys don't god call myself an older guy you, can, you got Gray coming in, brother. Yeah, Gray coming in. <laughs> My medication now. Anyways. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> I got to take oh. my pills before oh. I go to bed. Otherwise, I get a tummy ache. But anyways. <laughs> you know, no, I guess you're right. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you, and that's why, in my opinion. Not only that, but, I mean, younger guys, in some cases, nope. act like what? You wonder if the lights fucked no. up the, the vid. No, lights don't fuck up the vids. But um, we say vids around here because we're hip and cool and we're doing podcasts like fucking millennials, so we say vids instead of video. Um, were you done with your point? Because I, I had a, a totally lost my fucking train. I know, I know. Right? It was like squirrel, squirrel moment. <laughs> no offense, squirrel. No offense, yeah. No yeah. offense, squirrel. No offense. Um, oh, the, oh, yeah, yeah, younger kids. I just fucking yeah, just made me think That's of that. That's what made me think, too, so I'll... I'll like, Finish your thought, man. Older generations like myself, 40s, 50s, uh, 30s. Almost 60s. Almost 60s. Yeah. Just turned, well, 41. Yeah. And then early 30s, so. 57 here. You have to understand that there's certain things, like, even your generation does that's way different than mine. Yeah. You know, different disorders. You know, oh, I have anxiety. What the fuck do you mean you have anxiety? I don't even know what the fuck that means. You know what I mean? As where... If you were younger and you're talking to a younger person, I got anxiety to understand. Oh, okay, well, I know. And, like trigger words. I don't even know what the fuck a trigger word is. Right. You know, safe I got to give you a trigger warning. I'm going to warn you. I might piss you off. Maybe. <laughs> it's it's interesting that you bring that up because yeah. that was what I was just going to ask him, too. Is, uh, I'm, okay, I'm 57. I'll date right. myself. Coming from this social media fucking standpoint, when. What is it about, I'm not going to say your generation, but what is it about the fucking younger people that they go so offended by everything to the point where somebody's difference of opinion becomes a life and death situation? And it becomes so unbelievable, like the vehemence that I hear from the different sides of, I mean, the, the politics right now, I don't want to get into politics, but it seems to be we're very polarized as a nation right now. Dude, I think a lot of that has to do with the way you're raised, to be honest. Okay, well. I think, the, 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 like, I think a lot of these kids that are sensitive to that shit have never been exposed to like real world shit, like problems and. I, I you mean, like say, giving somebody a participation trophy for fucking yeah, three generations? But was like, bad? you know, like, oh, dude, when I, when I was a, you know, when when I was a kid, like, my parents, like, they do, they both worked fucking second shift jobs, and so then it's like, dude, we kind of had to like fend for ourselves. So it's like, dude, I was, I might have cooked shit in the microwave, but I was cooking shit in the microwave. You know what I mean? I was learning all these things. So yeah, I know what you mean. So then, you know, when things would happen at home, it'd be like, my parents would just be like, you know, don't worry about it. Just move forward. Don't. So it's like, you almost, like I was almost raised not being sensitive, I guess, to shit. So I'm not as, right, well, but I think some, a lot of these kids nowadays are very privileged. They get what they want when they want it. Well, it and comes, that makes sense. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, like if I want, like well, I guess I, I guess talking I'm talking about a sense of entitlement. Yeah. I could talk about it. Um, it's sort of parroting styles change, right? Like they say, if you're in the 
in your 40s or 50s, you're probably one of the first, or well, I guess 50s and 60s. If you're in your 50s or 60s, you're one of the first generations to have a real childhood. Meaning, your parents let you play and do goofy shit and blah, blah, blah. Because you hear a lot of people that are like, uh, you know, 70s. Well, I, I had to go to work when I was 10 years old and I had chores and I had XYZ to do and, you know. It, it seems like every generation tries to when they have kids and they're raising kids, they try to look at how they were raised. Okay, I really hated this, so I'm not going to do that. Right? Right. Like, I got my mouth washed out with soap if you're, I swore. Yeah, well, you're talking about a permissive behavior. Right. And if you look at, say, this generation now, if you try to wash some kids, you get arrested. Oh, you know, oh my God, yeah. what and, and the fuck? When, when I was in grade school, yeah. there was corporal punishment. Yeah. Uh, you, you, the teacher whooped your ass. They had them thick yardsticks, man. I got I quite a many a time. And that was, that didn't happen when I was a kid. And now, I'm sure there's kids nowadays that have like, there's like a sheet. They said, well, we're going to be talking about this subject, and yeah. if your child is sensitive to this subject, right? Yeah, but it's now, almost we'll like they're sheltered in... to, to like what's real. Well, and that's... you know what I mean. A kid getting an ass whooping when I was growing up, that was real. Like, oh. Neighbor got his ass whooped because he did whatever. No big deal. But now if the neighbor kid's getting his ass whooped, somebody's calling the cops on yeah. his mom. CPS is showing up. Well, you also come from a bigger city, so it's a little bit different, like suburban areas. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, nowadays, like, if your kid, like, yells at another kid, that kid will get sent home and with a letter because emotional damage is just as real as physical damage. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it's – so, I mean – it comes into, you know, if I were, like, say, okay, I'm 41, and I run into a guy who's 21, right, and he's at a bike night. Am I going to go up to him and, like, ha- try to have a conversation with him? No. We live on two totally different, you know, levels of life, you know. And he's not going to want to hear the old guy with gray hair or fucking <laughs> bitch at him because, you know, his tires are past the wear bars, you know. So I guess my whole point to this whole segment is every generation could stand to pay respect and notice the other generation either before or after them. Right. So. These guys are starting to bleed in. I can start to hear it now. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Oh, well. Oh, well. We're going to wrap this one up here pretty soon. (laughs) Got to be getting late. It is. We've got about 55 minutes in on this. Well, Miho, being the ripe old age of early 30s, riding (laughs) Harley Davidsons across the country, getting flat tires, not wearing leathers in the rain. Got any more uh, words of wisdom for us? No, not really. <laughs> <laughs> I think nope. we're good on that one. Nope. nope. Well, nope. I got to say, Miho, as a club brother of yours, you're a pretty chill dude. Yeah. Yeah, I try to be. I have my times. But <laughs> I'm going to call you out on something. Oh, here we go. When a club brother gets in fucking touch with you when they're <coughs> 1,300 miles away, respond to him. Dude, I am the worst. You're so, terrible dude, at it. I'm just the worst with my phone, period. <laughs> at, just period. He fucking texted today. It took me an hour and a half to respond back. Yeah. Just, yeah. Even And even that, even for being my age, I'm not. You admit it, but I'm I just wanted const- to call you out, you know, <laughs> on YouTube. Yeah. But even, you know, you even being my well. age, I'm not constantly on my fucking phone. That's why we like you. Yeah. I hate people who are constantly on their phones. Yeah. So Stay off your fucking phone. All right. There we go. Well, stay off your fucking, especially there, when you're riding driving. on a motorcycle. There you go. Or driving. There you go. We'll end this episode by, hey, stay off your fucking phones while you're driving. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, or dicks. Ryan, yeah, dicks. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. All right, keep in mind, everybody, the most dangerous part on your motorcycle is the nut that connects the seat to the handlebars. Thanks a lot. Yep.